Hello and welcome to the Single and Not Settling podcast. I'm Vanessa and your new wingwoman. I'm here to share my experiences and talk about all things dating and how to live a fulfilling life as a 30-something single woman. Dating can be disappointing and frustrating. You can be happy one minute and sad the next. You are not alone. I want to inspire you to find the love you are searching for that's already inside of you and remind you never to settle for anything less than what you deserve. Hello and welcome back to the Single and Not Settling podcast. I'm Vanessa Marie and I'm glad you are tuning in today. Um, After the feedback I've got from the first um, few episodes, I really want to show my appreciation for all of the messages that I've received so far about those episodes and how much it's resonating with people. The reason why I wanted to create this podcast was to talk about what happens in dating and to normalize it somewhat so people don't feel alone. And the feedback that I've gotten from your messages have confirmed all of that. And I'm so grateful that it's doing all of the right things um, and that you're really resonating with it, that you're, you're finding something in common Um, and that you're not feeling that you're going through your dating journey alone. And that means so much to me that it's already starting to make that impact with you all. And I'm, I'm so happy that you're, you're listening to this episode and I appreciate you taking the time out of your day to tune in and listen to another episode of Single and Not Settling. So feel free to share the Spotify link with your friends or to work colleagues, whoever you may um, feel will need to listen to this podcast or the advice or the tips or even to listen to my random stories that I have to share. Um, I love sharing them and your messages um, inspire me to keep sharing. So thank you so much from the bottom of my heart. It really means a lot to me. So for today's episode, I wanted to talk about what is settling and what we tend to settle for in dating. And, and this actually came up. It's actually really funny. Um, when I was explaining to my mum about the podcast and I said to her, this is what I want to call it. And I said, single and not settling. She asked me, what does settling mean? And I looked at her like she was from outer space because I assumed that everyone would know what settling is, especially when we're talking about dating and relationships. Um, And so I had to explain to her what settling was. And I think it was a generational thing. Um, My mum's turning 70 in May. Happy birthday, mum. So um, yeah, I think it was a generational thing. Like she didn't understand what settling is. And so I've explained it to her. And, you know, one thing that I, I said to her was, you know, when something seems better than having nothing. So, you know, if we talk about dating and relationships, which we are talking about, you know, it's like, you know, it seems better than having nothing, you know, like I I want to be in a relationship so much that, you know, this behavior, you know, these patterns, you know, this feeling makes it okay. It's better than having nothing. And I wanted to talk about in this episode, what has caused some of us to have that mindset when we're dating And there could be numerous things that contribute to having that mindset. 
And a first few things that have come to mind is standards. That have we wrote down our standards? You know, have we actually sat with ourselves and thought about what we will and we won't accept? You know, so we have one list of what your standards are. And standards and expectations are two different things. So standards, you, you can say, you know, my standard is that he needs to be kind. You know, a good example of how he can display that to me is when we're out at a restaurant, is he kind to the wait staff? Is he courteous? Um, does he acknowledge them? You know, and from that, you know, you can see if, you know, he hits that standard of being kind. The expectation would be something like, I expected him to open the door for me. Um, and if he doesn't do that, that leads to disappointments and resentments. So your expectations will always lead to a disappointment. Whereas your standard is something that you accept as a norm. And you wouldn't see it as a disappointment because you're using that as a basis of judgment. So if you want someone to open the door and you're disappointed that he doesn't, well, you've expected him to when you're disappointed. Oh, he didn't open the door. Oh, that sucks. But then if you want someone to be a gentleman, that's your standard. What he does to show you that he's a gentleman could be opening the door, yes, but it could also be other things to show you that he has those kind of qualities to meet your standard. So when we don't have standards, when we go out to date, we're just looking for these superficial things that don't actually matter, that make us disappointed, where we do then have that mindset and does develop where everything's the same. It's not changing. You know, he didn't do this. He didn't do that. I'm really disappointed. It's not going to work out. Why should I continue dating? I'm just going to settle for this because that's all that's out there. And if we keep repeating that pattern, you're going to accept things that you do not deserve. So what I encourage you to do is just sit with yourself for a little bit and write down your standards. You know, write down what you value in yourself and in your partner and write down what your standards would be for that. And then when you go on a date, you can think back to the, that list of standards and ask yourself, does a person sitting in front of me meet these standards? And at the end of the date, you've walked away and you know that this person hasn't met any of your standards then you can walk away from this date, one, grateful that you've had an experience of maybe trying a new restaurant or you know trying something new on your date, but then you also know that these standards are what are true to you. And if something isn't true to you, you shouldn't be proceeding with it. You shouldn't be wanting a second date, thinking, oh, maybe they'll change or you know, maybe he wasn't showing me his true self or, you know, I don't know, maybe there's something more to it. I'll give it another go. By all means, you can try. Give it another another go. But will you be excited to see this person again? Knowing that he has shown you that he doesn't meet some of your standards. So why would you go out with him again trying to force something to happen when you know this person doesn't meet what you wanted. Once you have that list of your standards and you go out and you date, 
you feel more empowered, you know, so you know what you're looking for and you're going out there and you're looking for that. And if the person you are sitting in front of or you're spending time with doesn't meet those standards, it's totally okay. It's not your fault. It's not their fault. You can say, I tried and move on. You know, and that brings a sense of confidence. It brings a sense of empowerment and security and knowing that you don't want to settle, knowing that you can't settle because your list that you've written tells you, this is what I value. This is what I want in a person. And I'm not going to settle for anything less than that because I know this is what I want. So if you can truly go inward and create that list, It will help you so much when you go on your next date. Another list that I create for myself is a deal breaker list. And on that list, I put things on there that would automatically disqualify someone as a dating prospect. And when you're dating someone and they show you something that's on your deal breaker list, you know straight away that you don't want to continue because you've created this list for things that you do not want. So you don't continue. Like, why would we continue? You know, are they going to change? And, you know, we we say all these things in our heads that, you know, they're going to change. We can change them. They'll change for me. Yeah, no, they probably won't. And we shouldn't be continuing spending our time with someone like that. And so I really believe that having the two lists really help in dating and, and finding someone who's better match for you Um, and your values. Now, one common um, thing I find a lot of women have here as one of their deal breakers is height. So some women will say they want a guy to be taller than them, you know, minimum, you know, six foot or five, eight or whatever it is. I don't know. I don't know heights that well. Um, And it just blows my mind. One, because I was that person um, very, um, I wouldn't say early on in dating, but I just think it was, you know, something that I wanted. I wanted a a taller guy because look, I love wearing high heels when I go out and I wanted someone taller than me because it looks odd. And, um, I, I think back on that now and I'm like, what an idiot. Like, are you serious? And I, I say that now because I, I was on a date with someone And when we started um, chatting on the dating app, I think this one was Bumble, and there was an instant connection. There was straight, straight away there was banter. There was lots of similarities there. And it was just a nonstop conversation. And I kind of had a feeling that he would be shorter than me because a photo that he had was with him and with some of his friends. And he was the shorter one. And... Look, I didn't want to ask him um, how tall he was, but I could kind of see from the photos that he was a little bit shorter. But I thought, you know what? We're having a really good conversation. I'm just going to go along with it. But in the back of my mind, I thought, I would be really disappointed if he was shorter than me. And again, it's the expectation of wanting someone to be taller and you get disappointed when they're not. So we met... And as soon as he, he stood up and we hugged, he was shorter than me. And um, I was wearing boots at this point, And I think they had a bit of a heel on it. And he was shorter than me. 
And yes, I was disappointed. But I'm like, you know what? He is a really great guy. We get along really well. He's funny. We have the same kind of sense of humor. I'm just going to see where it goes. And um, the date went for a couple of hours and I had to go and I was running late for, for a class that I had to attend to. And I remember thinking on the way into that class in the car, like, oh, man, he's shorter than me. But like, I actually really don't care because he's such an awesome guy. Like, you know, I don't know when you meet someone and you just think, man, you're awesome. Like, I really want to spend time with you. Your energy is just so high and just so good to be around. And that energy rubs off on you. He was that type of guy. And so we ended up going out on a second date. And I remember thinking, like, what shoes am I going to wear? Because, like, you know, I don't want to feel taller than him, but you know, I think he's taking me to like a beach or something. So I don't want to wear, you know, these particular shoes. And I was just in my head over something so stupid. And, um, I ended up wearing white sneakers, um, for the date. And when we walked along the beach, I ended up taking my shoes off anyway. Um, but I was still a little bit taller than him, but I didn't care. Like it just went out the window because again, he was such a great guy. Like I describe him to people, he had a heart of gold. Um, And even though it didn't work out between us, we both wanted different things. Um, He was was a great guy. And from me meeting him, I have never discounted a guy because of his height. Um, Because I know that, you know, you can say good things come in small packages, but it, it doesn't matter. Like, it really doesn't. And like, if you think, right, this is a funny thought that I think I read a stat on this and it was eight, no, 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 sorry. It was 78% of women say on their dating profile that they want someone tall, right? And I'm like, okay, so that's 78% of women that you're in competition against to find a guy who's six foot, like that 78% of women in competition with already Like, how how are you ever going to meet someone if you're in competition with that many women and you're discounting a whole group of other men because of height? Now, let me tell you, height and personality are not related. They are not related. So if you would come to me now and say, Vanessa, does it mean anything to you if someone's shorter? And I'm like, no. Has he got a good personality? Is he kind? Is he nurturing? Is he compassionate? And if you said yes to all of those things, I'd like, okay, I think I'll like to meet him because it doesn't matter. Like it just doesn't matter. And when you, you read the stats about, you know, the competition that you're against, if you want someone who is tall, then literally you're, you're in this bigger pool than what you really should be in. And it just doesn't make sense to me. Um, so that's something that I always have in the back of my mind when I date and if I'm talking to someone and they say that they want someone tall, I explain that story to them and I encourage them to look beyond that boundary that they've created for themselves. Because once you step out of that, you know, you can meet a great guy who will have so many other things on your list. He may not be tall, but that doesn't matter. It's not going to matter in the long run. 
You want someone who treats you right with respect. You don't want someone who's taller than you just because you want to look good in your heels. And I can say that because I'm saying it to myself (laughs) because I was that person Um, and it's superficial. It really was. And I laugh because I was there. But when you can break out of that mindset, um, it opens up so many more doors and so much more men for you to engage with and to have a conversation with. Now, I've heard of some stories from other women who have actually admitted to settling in a relationship and proceeding to get married to someone who they knew wasn't right for them. And it is so brave of someone to say that and also know that they wanted more, but they settled for certain reasons. Um, And some of the reasons that do come up in what I've heard was, you know, they settled because of their family wanted them to get married. Um, You know, their family wanted grandchildren. You know, their biological clock was ticking or society pressure was saying that they needed to be married or in a relationship with someone by a certain age. And that breaks my heart. It makes me really sad to know that there was someone's family, that there was someone's mother and father who pressured their daughter to have a relationship with someone that wasn't right for them. And, you know, that could lead to all types of dramas in future. But the the internal unhappiness that you could feel, the disappointment, the resentment that can come from that, and it's resentment towards your family, it's resentment towards, you know, your partner that you can feel because of all of that, it makes me really sad. And it's one of the reasons why this podcast exists is because, you know, single and not settling is a statement. You know, I'm not settling for things that I don't deserve. I'm not settling for things that don't make me happy. And it just blows my mind how, you know, there there are families out there that put pressure on their children to do that. Um, for numerous reasons, you know, if they want a, they want a wedding day, they want their children to have kids, so they have grandchildren, and that just blows my mind. You know, like, you know, if a woman wants to have kids, then there are other ways to do it besides being in an unhappy relationship. Women are having children on their own all the time. It's a technology that exists now that we have access to. Yes, it's at a price, but we can do it on our own. We, we don't need to be in a relationship for that. And you can say that it's easier said than done. And yes, it probably is. We all know that things are easier to say. And it, it's not saying that there'll be moments where you may feel lonely or you may feel, what am I doing this for? What you're doing this for is to find the love that you deserve, to finding the love that you are worthy of. And that can take time and that is hard but what I feel is worse is being in a relationship where you're unhappy or if you're with someone and they're not listening to your needs and your needs aren't being met and yes it's hard and that season of being single in your life you can feel that 
you're the only one out there but you're not you really are not and I want to encourage you to to find that love in yourself again because dating we know it's hard we, we know it's hard and it knocks you about it knocks your self-worth it knocks your self-love and you don't remember the love that you have for yourself you know everything we have is within us you know and I went on a journey recently and you know it was something that I had lost because of the years of dating and the disappointments and why not me why hasn't it happened to me you know do am I not worthy of love like why is it happening to everyone else but it's not happening to me and it's in those moments where it's the hardest it really is but then you see it happening around you so if I'm complaining that why is it happening to everyone else and not to me it is happening like I can see it happening to other people and we're no different I'm no different from the person that it happened to I have to reframe that thought and say that yes it is happening it's just not happening to me yet And I move forward with the hope that it will and knowing that it will. And in the meantime, living my life how I want to live it. And, you know, we we talk about living your best single life. But you know what? Like, you won't get this time back again once you meet someone. That's the reality of it. You know, yes, you can have that freedom in the relationship. You can still have your independence. But it won't be the same. What are the things that you want to do? I encourage you to go and do those things. Like don't ponder, don't sit around and wonder, why hasn't it happened to me? Woe is me. Don't get into that mindset because once you're in there, it's so much harder to come back out of. Like if you think that you have this opportunity to do what you want to do, if you want to start a new hobby, if you want to travel somewhere, if you want to try a restaurant, if you want to join a social group, you know, it can be whatever you want it to be. I encourage you to do those things to distract yourself from the disappointments that dating can bring. The, the point I'm trying to make is not to hold yourself back, not to, to sit in that headspace of it will never happen to me. I am not worthy because you are worthy and you are enough and if you need to write affirmations on a mirror on a piece of paper where you see them every day do it you can also create a vision board with some of your favorite affirmations Um, google you know research affirmations that you know encourage you to build that self-worth again encourage you to find the love that you have within yourself because it's in there Um, And if you need to take a break from dating to find that, do it. There's no shame. There is no harm in, in taking time for yourself to do that. Because once you rediscover, you know, the love you have for yourself and know your worth, you're not, you're not going to be settling for anything. You're not going to be settling for anyone that doesn't make you feel happy. That doesn't make you feel excited to see them. And, That is the main message here, you know, so do whatever you need to do to get back to that point where you you know that you're not going to settle on your next date. And I truly hope that 
that gives you the confidence to go out there and have a better dating experience. Because when I did that, it helped me so much. And I wish the same for you as well. That is all for the episode today. Thank you so much for joining me. If anything resonated with you, I would love to hear from you. Feel free to get in touch. Um, If you are listening to this, please share on your Instagram story and don't forget to tag Vanessa Marie underscore wingwoman. I wish you an amazing day. Thank you for listening to this episode. If you would like to read more about my dating journey, I'm on Instagram at Vanessa Marie, Marie spelled M-A-R-E-E underscore Winwoman. Please leave a comment and share this episode with someone who may need some inspiration while dating or on how to live a fulfilling single life or with someone who may need a laugh. A link to my Instagram page will be in the show notes below. Until next time, I'm Vanessa, your Winwoman.